You are listening to CKMS News on 102.7 FM, Radio Waterloo. Today is February 27th, 2024, and I am MP Holmes. About 60 people gathered in front of the Waterloo Regional Police Service, or the WRPS, building at Lancaster and Frederick Streets in Kitchener on Friday, February 23rd, to protest the fatal shooting by police of 31-year-old Nicholas Nemhard earlier in the week. This is the third such fatal shooting in the region since 2007. The protest was organized by local community groups, Ground Up WR, Fight Back KW, and Queer Youth Defense. A spokesperson for the groups described the events that led to Nemhard's death. Um, this was a young 31-year-old black man. His, um, his brother was um, calling the police and asking, seeking help to get him support, asking them they knew that he um, was struggling and they were asking for him to be safely transported to the, the hospital and um, he was uh, shot and killed. And we know that um, based on in Um, in the states and other areas that um, there is a racial component to this. The organizers of the demonstration explain why they felt the gathering was necessary. We're mobilizing because it is absolutely unacceptable and um, our goal is to get um, the community to, like this information is very obscured already um, and a lot of these issues get swept under the rug and so we want to bring this to the community's attention to get people to understand what's going on, to get people to be outraged and to to advocate to their local, local government. The organizers had a list of demands, which included changes to the police's approach to mental health crises, reallocation of funding, and to charge the police officer responsible for the murder of Nicholas Nemhard. As of right now, obviously, this is, um, this is a long-term, there's a lot of long-term goals, there's short-term goals, um, and so these things don't happen overnight, but we're hoping that um, with continued action and mobilization that um, these goals will become a reality, but um, uh, we're calling for the reallocation of funding because the uh, Waterloo Regional Police uh, annual budget is astronomically high and social services, um, their funding repeatedly gets um, slashed and um, we need that funding to go to um, social services like housing, addiction, mental health um, and have actual professional these mental health crises calls. Um, so reallocation of funding of the Waterloo Regional Police surplus funds to social services um, to stop the Waterloo Regional Police from responding to mental health crises and calls and participating in wellness checks. We know based on data that um, this uh, routinely um, results in violence and that is not acceptable. Um, and a long-term goal is to um, abolish uh, Waterloo Regional Police Services because they have a history of violence and not keeping the community safe. The fatal shooting comes months after debate and controversy about the WRPS budget in general and the 2024 allotment specifically, which saw the WRPS request $14.4 million more than what they had asked for in the 2023 budget, despite several years of surpluses. The protesters had their own thoughts. The police did get their budget increased for mental health. They recently had um, a racial impact meeting where they talked to the community about their training in mental health that they have undergone. And it is very sad and unfortunate that within the first two months of the year, after saying, oh, we need extra funding and you got it, we need training for this and you got it, and this is the result of what we 
After the protest, allegations surfaced about the organizers' intent and inclusivity. Deborah Chemutai, a student at the University of Waterloo, expressed dissatisfaction with the protest, noting the protest did not sufficiently include the black community and that the organizers of the demonstration used a black man's death to push their own agenda. It's a bit disingenuous to use a black man's death to push your own agenda, especially when you're not talking about anti-black racism. Like, that's a whole reason black folk killed even more. And when I reached out to them to ask more questions about how the demands were made, were black community members consulted about this, um, I got a lot of roundabout answers about it. And even today at the protest, I talked to an organizer, it was a white woman, and you know, when I was asking them, where did you get this demand? Like, well, did you consult any black people? And they consulted one black organization. And I find an issue with that because one black organization does not speak for all black people. Honestly, the demands are they are very broad. Defund the police and refund the community. Abolish Waterloo services. Stop police from responding to mental health crisis. These are very broad. And how, like, how how does the community act on those action items? Like, those are very broad demands that really mean nothing. It's like purely virtue signaling, and like there is no action items behind that, right? Okay. So you're taking this tragedy and you're saying defund the police, but what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that look like for the black community? They did not engage with the black community. They did not talk to the black community before moving forward with the movement. They, yes, they talked to other uh, marginalized groups, but only one black organization was, um, was contacted about this. And they weren't even involved in the process. They were just contacted about this. And one black organization does not represent the entire black community. So to me, that's communicating. This was not done for black people by black people. This is a bunch of so-called allies speaking up for us. Like, how are you going to speak up for me if you're not even going to ask me what I want? The organizers of the protest responded in writing, noting, We had been trying to get in contact with the family since early Tuesday morning and were directly told to stop trying to make contact by the ACB, which is the African-Caribbean Black Network of Waterloo Region, because they had said it was inappropriate. We have not made contact and are working with them to provide support actively. In the lead-up to the demo, we reached out to both the Black Lives Movement and the ACB. Black Lives Movement doesn't seem to be active, and we followed every directive that the ACB network gave us regarding messaging and what our demands should be. Further, our organizers include black people, folks living in the Brybeck neighborhood, racialized people, sex trafficking survivors, survival sex workers, trans folks, and disabled people, who are all also directly affected by police violence in Waterloo Region. Organizers of this event welcome conversations about how things can go better next time. Nemhard had a history of schizophrenia and was not taking his medication at the time of his shooting. His brother Andre told CTV News that his brother was having a mental health crisis. Andre had contacted police for help, and while he was waiting, he heard gunshots and then saw his brother on the ground. Andre told CTV News his brother was just scared. The Special Investigations Unit has assigned three investigators and three forensic investigators to examine the killing. For CKMS News and the Local Journalism Initiative, I'm MP Holmes. Thanks for listening.